Welcome to the Think Orange podcast, where we want to encourage and equip leaders like you who are investing in the faith and future of the next generation. I'm your host, Ashley, and today we're talking about something that may seem counterintuitive to some. It's getting serious about fun. Now, if you've been volunteering with kids or teenagers for any length of time, you know that having fun is an essential part of the job. It's what helps build relationships, foster trust, and create meaningful connections with the young people in our care. And today, we are going to dive deeper into the idea of fun and why it matters. I'll be talking with two experts in the field of creating fun experiences for kids and teenagers, John Williams and Brandon O'Dell. You may already know John and Brandon from their roles in the 252 Kids curriculum and the way famous so-and-so show, but recently I sat down with them to discuss why it's so important and why every volunteer should care about fun. If you're interested in hosting a volunteer training about fun, you can find this video and many others at store.thinkorange.com. But for now, enjoy this interview with John Williams and Brandon O'Dell. So, okay, first of all, you're both so talented. Oh, thank you. Um, and you have opportunities to do so many different things in art spaces and the acting world. Why have you both decided to devote this much of your life to making fun experiences for kids? Um, when I got out of college, I thought I was going to be famous. Uh, then I got to do some shows for children and I, I was just overwhelmed by how much fun that was. And, and then, then I got asked to do this for a church and I was like, wait a minute, I can, I can do ministry and do what I love at the same time. Yeah. I think that's, that's pretty amazing. And, 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 and I've just gotten to stick with it and I, I love it so much, that's why. Yeah, I mean, I, I have a very similar experience uh, too with that, but also I think I, I came to faith later in life. Mm -hmm. And so I wanna create an environment that I wish I had when yeah. I was a kid, I wasn't a great student. I wasn't a great, like, sit down and focus learner. I, mean, it's, I know it's hard to believe that I couldn't sit down and focus. But uh, had, had there been a lot more laughter and joy around uh, what I was learning, I think church might have had, you know, a bigger effect on me. I think I would have had more joy about going. I, and I love trying to create that sort of environment for kids where they know they're gonna laugh and I, yeah. and I I also love the fact of connecting laughter and joy with God and I love that you mentioned that that's actually my next question mm -hmm. is what do you think the importance is to incorporate the, the silliness the goofiness and the fun specifically through the lens of faith development for a kid I think the the humor can first of all bring down any barrier a kid might have yeah uh, I think uh, any sort of, uh, well, it can, humor can bring down barriers for anybody, even the leaders in the room. And uh, I think it just makes it easier to, to hear things. I, I'm not an expert on child development or teaching children or really anything about ministry. Um, <laughs> but somehow I'm, I'm in this. Um, so I don't, I, I, don't know if there, I don't know if the answer is that it is the best way. Because um, I think that some kids probably would benefit from having a straight yeah. You know, this This is the facts. These, mm -hmm. these are how it is. Mm -hmm. But for me and for many of the people that I come in contact with, you let down your guard when something is fun, when something is funny. Right. It helps you. Um, I mean, even Jesus may not have told very funny stories, but he did tell stories. Mm -hmm. He told stories that, that, that made them think about 
the facts in a different way. Mm-hmm. So I think, uh, I think t- doing things in a funny way or in a narrative way can help people uh, see things in a different light than they would if I just yeah. told them, here's what this says here and this is what you should do. Uh, well, and also too, I, I think there's a, a misconception that because something's funny, it's not serious or it doesn't have yeah. a message behind it or it isn't. And I just feel like sometimes humor uh, some of my favorite comedians or some of my favorite, you know, sitcoms or television shows or things like that can can make me laugh. And in the middle of laughing, I'm like, oh, but that's that's true. I'm laughing mm-hmm. at that because that's real or or they can give me a point of view that I never would have thought of before mm-hmm. while I'm laughing. It's just easier to digest than, you know, being told this yeah. is it. Do you know what I mean? So what in your lives, especially in your faith, has fun impacted the most? Mm. I think it's the sense of unity. I think when I'm in a, a group of people who I may have differences with, whether it's theologically, politically, or background, culturally, or whatever, as soon as you start having fun, yeah, uh, it becomes sort of a connective tissue. I feel like mm-hmm. God's in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know, there's not a lot of people who don't like to have fun. And I think differences can kind of fade away when you're laughing together. I mean, I just remember in school too, like <laughs> like in PE, there, there might be a kid that I didn't like or didn't like me, right? Mm-hmm. But we would start having fun together and we would suddenly become a team. Yeah. And I just feel like fun to me reminds me of unity as possible between, well, as the body of Christ. Do you know what I mean? And that fun is such an amazing connective tissue. And, and I've seen it play out, too, with my own family, just mm-hmm. as my kids are growing up, that fun is the best way for us to explore new ideas, especially about God. I love it. I don't have a lot to add to that, I'll, I'll, although I'll say that most of the fun that I have in life are with with fellow believers. Like, like I get to do the so-and-so show with him all the time, and that's I, I don't laugh harder anywhere else. Yeah. Than when, you it makes me that. laugh so hard. And 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 that's... You know, so so to me, faith and fun are are connected because I've been doing it for so long that yeah. way. So I don't, I, I can't, I don't see it any other way. Okay, last question. So if you were to talk to a volunteer mm-hmm. who sits in that circle with the kids every week, uh, who wants to engage the kids and have a really fun experience, what would you say to them? First of all, thank you. Yeah. Uh, because like your job, your job. <laughs> is the most like important. Yeah. I mean, what you are doing is the hands-on work with these kids. I, I think I would say relax. Uh, there is a lot of fun in making mistakes mm-hmm. um, that this child's you know, faith is not hinging upon you getting everything right. It's mm-hmm. hinging upon you uh, being vulnerable and being present and I still think the best way to be vulnerable around kids is through laughter and yeah. through fun and kids can see, Oh, okay. So you're a human being, you know, uh, as opposed to having always having the right answers. Yeah. I have been in doing some form of children's ministry for 20 years. Uh, and, uh, I've, I have never actually worked, uh, face to face with a child. So wow. all the stuff I do is really, Yes. I didn't know that. I do stuff from the stage. Well, my children. Sure, sure. We we see face to face all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I'm yeah. glad of that. I hope so. So if I had any advice for any human being, it is that don't forget that we are all different people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and there are many people who are different from you. So 
as long as you keep that in your mind, that it, you don't get angry at people when they, hey, why would you say something like that? They said it because they're different from you. They have different thoughts than you. Mm. They have different feelings than you. That's okay. It's okay for kids to be different. It's okay from them for them to be different from each other and different from you. And you should love them regardless. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, one of my biggest gripes, <laughs> this is horrible, <laughs> one of my biggest gripes about scripture <laughs> is that we definitely have a moment where Jesus wept. Right. But we don't have a definite moment where Jesus laughed. That's so good. But I have to not, I, I can't believe that Jesus didn't just right. laugh with his friends, with his disciples, with, with the people that uh, he came into contact with. Yeah. I mean, uh, I almost feel like laughter is a gift mm-hmm. from God. And that when you are laughing together with your kids, when you're having fun, when you're playing a game that... God is present in that laughter and that joy. You're getting to experience a little bit of what it means to be in communion with him and in communion with each other. Yeah, because people will think that, oh, well, like you with your kids out there, you think, oh, your kids are laughing and they're having a good time. We got to rein them in. Right, right. Let's Let's get to to the ministry part. (laughs) Yes, like they're separate. But the ministry part is the laughter and the fun and all the stuff that goes along. Yeah, I I think that we can accidentally Mm -hmm. make God separate from the rest of your life. That, okay, now let's talk about God and let's get serious about God and that God isn't, we can accidentally say God isn't in the fun Mm -hmm. and God isn't in the rest of your life. And, you know, I think that's one of our things that we're trying to get rid of. God is in every little detail. He's there when you're sad. He's there when you're in pain. He's definitely there too when you're laughter and when life's filled with joy. Mm -hmm. You know, I, you know, I don't want... You know, people to be like, well, that's just silly. Oh, man, I, I, I think God invented silly. Yeah, I, just <laughs> I love that. Yeah. I love that. It's kind of going from us just getting serious about fun from to looking at it like God's serious about our fun, too. <laughs> um, I, I, I absolutely believe it. And, I, yeah. and, and there, it, there are definitely scripture verses that make me laugh. I think Jesus was very funny. I think when he's looking at, you know, Nathaniel mentions uh you know, Nazareth, can anything good come out of Nazareth? Right. And, and Jesus, at least in the interpretation I read, he would walk up and go, are you still so dull? <laughs> and I think some people interpret that as Jesus like being reprimanding, but I don't know. There are moments where I just feel like Jesus was like, dude, come on. Yeah. You know, uh, having that kind of, I think when he talks about passing a camel through the eye of the needle, you know, I, I think that was hysterical because yeah. it's so ridiculous, right? And I think people were laughing at that, but he was still making a very powerful point. I, you know, that's just an assumption on my part, but I tend to find that Jesus is pretty funny. I just I wish there was a too. Jesus laughed. I just wish there yeah. was that, you know. Or a rim shot. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Listen, thank you both for doing this. This has been so much fun just getting to know more of your journey, more yeah. of your, your story, how you're processing, and inspiring the volunteers that we have committed to our kids having fun every week. Well, I, and Brandon, yeah. your college dream kind of came true. You are famous. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> You're famous to me. <laughs> Thanks, John. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the goal. Yeah, just me. <laughs> yeah. I loved that conversation, and I love getting to work with people like John and Brandon who care so much about the faith and future of the next generation. Now, if we want to have maximum impact, we have got to get serious about fun. But maybe you're wondering what that really looks like each week in your church with the kids or the teenagers that you know. I want you to memorize 
this equation. Fun over time equals connection. The purpose of fun isn't entertainment or babysitting, and it isn't just to keep the kids busy until big church is over or keeping teenagers out of trouble on a Friday night, even if that's not a bad idea either. <laughs> the purpose of fun is connection. It's building deeper relationships. Think of it this way. Every time that you have fun with a kid or a teenager, every time that you laugh together or have an adventure or play a game, it lets them know that you like them. And over time, that constant reminder that you like them builds the kind of connection that they will need to have more serious conversations, like conversations about faith and doubt and wise choices and family and big decisions and all of the other important stuff. Think about it. You don't have big life-changing conversations with just anybody. You and I go to people that we trust, people we believe have our best interest in mind. And the same is true for kids and teenagers. Their most important conversations will be with someone they trust. And that kind of connection is built with fun. And not just one time, but fun over time. Okay, here's the next big idea. Fun should be fun for everyone. And you probably know this already, but what's fun for one kid isn't always fun for every kid. As a matter of fact, after years of volunteering with kids and teenagers, I can tell you that every group has their own idea of fun. So as leaders, it's important for us to figure out what fun is and isn't for the kids that we lead. And as you figure out what's fun for your group, it may be helpful to keep in mind your introverts and your extroverts. Make sure you play games or plan outings that could be fun for everyone. It's okay to have big and loud and high interaction games, but also plan a few smaller group activities so everyone has a place that feels fun to them. It's also helpful to think through different abilities or sensory needs in your group. A game that might be fun for some members of the group could be overwhelming or just really uncomfortable for a few. So just thinking about it ahead of time gives you a chance to brainstorm ways to make sure the fun is fun for everyone. And lastly, and this is a big one, especially for older kids and teenagers, never, ever, ever have fun at the expense of someone else. As kids become teenagers, they don't always have the social skills to know what jokes are okay or recognize the social cues if someone may be uncomfortable. And so you as the leader is your responsibility to help them develop those skills by reminding them that it's never okay to say hurtful or belittling things, even if you're just joking. And it's not okay if that joke is about a group of people. That means that we don't make jokes about race, about gender, about family structures, or economic backgrounds. Basically, we don't joke around in ways that can make real humans feel uncomfortable or unimportant to us. Remember, it's not fun until it's fun for everyone. Now, I remember a few years ago while leading a small group of teenagers, I felt kind of frustrated about fun. I know that sounds crazy, but every retreat, we, the volunteers, were responsible for planning free time for our group, and I tried everything. We did karaoke, we did scavenger hunts, we played games, we went swimming, and it was all just okay. But just before our final hangout of the year, I asked my girls what they wanted to do for free time. And one of them bravely said, 
you know, you always want to plan cool and fun things, but can we just get coffee and walk around Target? And defeatedly, I said, uh, sure. But to my surprise, it was the most fun we have ever had. These girls giggled for hours. They tried on outfits and we talked about it for weeks. It turns out that fun didn't have to be this big, elaborate plan. It just had to be fun for them. So what's fun for your group? What game should you play? What activity would be a blast? The truth is it will look a little different for every group. This month, it might be helpful to think like a scientist. To figure out what's fun for your group, you may have to do some investigation run some experiments, test your hypothesis, and try over and over until you get just the right mix. It may take some trial and error, but it will be worth it because if you and I wanna have maximum impact on the next generation, this is so important. We have to get serious about fun. Thanks for tuning in to the Think Orange podcast, and we hope that you enjoyed this conversation about getting serious about fun and why it's so important in the lives of kids and teenagers. If you want to learn more about how to incorporate fun into your ministry, be sure to check out the volunteer curriculum, Get Serious About Fun. You can find it on the Orange Store, or if you subscribe to Orange Curriculum, you already have it. You'll have it in your curriculum dashboard under volunteer training. Now, if you like this episode, we'd love for you to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and share it with your friends. We'll be back soon with another episode of the Think Orange podcast. But until then, keep investing in the faith and future of the next generation.